Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How's everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever day or time it is that you're listening. How is everybody doing? I am honestly in a great mood today and it feels so good to feel like I've finally gotten over that hump, you know? I've been talking about it with you guys like in the intros, I've just been feeling down and overwhelmed and stressed out and really working hard to look on the bright side and keep my chin up and motivate myself while I motivate you guys. But I feel like I'm I'm turning over that leaf, you know, I'm I'm getting past it now and it feels really good. I just got back from New York City with my family and it was a much needed getaway after even after Dallas like Dallas was a girls trip and we had so much fun drinking going out dancing we had a blast but I was still not like fully 100% myself when I came back I just there was still drama and there was still like this cloud over me and I didn't really know why and I got to go to New York with my family and the weather was incredible I got to meet two of my clients in person I got to reconnect with a friend and it was just the rejuvenation I needed. There's just something about New York City. I don't think I could ever live there, but I love New York City and I'm glad I got to go and just experience the energy and the magic of the city and get away. And now I just, I came home on Monday, just ready to dive in. Like yesterday morning, I woke up so energized and ready for the day, excited for what the day is going to bring. Same thing today. And, you know, it feels really good. You know, I know that there's going to be ups and downs along the way. It's not all rainbows and sunshine, but I feel really, really good. And I, I've had a gut feeling for a while that 2023 was going to be a really good year for me. And it feels good to finally start seeing that promise again, because the last few months have been quite a roller coaster. Um, what's going on with me this week? I signed a few new clients to connect to social, which I'm really excited about. And so many cool new opportunities coming my way for my clients and also for clients to want to work with me. I've had so many calls of potential clients and I'm just really excited to see Connect a Social expand and all the amazing things that we get to do. It feels really good to know that people believe in me and see my vision and want to be a part of it and allow me to be a part of them building their lives and their careers and their visions. So it's just, it's a really good feeling. And on the Kayla Moran law front, I signed my first client there too, actually first two clients. And so I'm starting to get work on that level too. And it just feels really good to see it all come to fruition and all the exciting things that are coming my way. It feels surreal, but also like I've worked hard for this and it's a pinch me moment and it just feels really, really good. And I'm so excited. And I just woke up energized and invigorated to get started because I'm finally doing the work that I want to be doing. And it feels so, so good. I'm going to Sobe Food and Wine Festival this weekend with my parents. I love the beach. I like actually just being out on the sand and by the water, the ocean breeze. I love food. I love a good cocktail, so I'm excited to go and experience Sobe Food and Wine. I've never actually been because I was always in college or in law school, so I'm excited to finally be able to go. And I got a really cute dress from Princess Polly, and I'm just looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great fun weekend, and in the morning, I'm going to a Rella Crater meetup 
being hosted by my friend Natalie, who I've had on the podcast. I talk about her quite a bit. She's the founder of Rella, one of my good friends, and she's hosting a creator meetup. And I just, one of my goals for 2023 on a personal level is to create friendships and meet new people and be social. And I'm really excited to go and meet more creators in Miami and just network and be social and have a good time. And it'll be like a cute little coffee chat. And then I'll head over to the beach and meet up with my parents. And I'm just really looking forward to a fun weekend full of plans and things to do, but being back in Miami because I just, I love here so much. I'm so happy to be home and the weather lately has been incredible and I just feel really good. Like things are just falling into place. They feel really good. And I feel like I'm letting go of the drama and the tension in my life. I'm choosing to look positively and whatever comes my way, clearly it's coming my way for a reason and I just need to embrace it and, you know, let my gut guide me and stop worrying so much about logic. Like one of my friends keeps telling me like, you were overthinking it. Why are you overthinking things so much? And, you know, they're right. Like, why am I overthinking it so much? Like, I know that this feels right to me. So I'm just gonna lean into it. And that's just with everything in my life. That's just what I'm what I'm doing. I'm leaning into it. And it feels really good. I'm I'm happy about it. I will do a quick suck and sweet of the week and then we'll dive right in. So my suck of the week this week is that New York was freezing. <laughs> and I lived in Tennessee, so I got used to the cold, but you know, I, I don't think it ever prepares you for it to be that cold. It was like in the 20s and 30s at night and in the 40s during the day and the days that the sunshine was out it was beautiful and it didn't feel cold but then at night and the days that it was cloudy it was cold and windy but like I said I love New York so it was worth it and my sweet of the week is just I feel my mindset changing the way I carry myself is changing I feel more confident I feel lighter I feel happier and that feels really fucking good so I'm just really proud of myself today and this week um, for just going after what I want and what feels right to me and letting it guide me and seeing the the fruits of my labor. It's it's coming to me. I can feel it, the abundance, the lucky girl mindset. Like I'm getting back into that. I know it's kind of not being talked about anymore, but you know, I need to get that back in the the ether and keep, you know, reminding myself of that because it feels really, really good when I when I think abundantly. And yeah, so that's it for me. Short intro this week. I I guess I talk more when there's a lot of things going on and when things are good and quiet, not so much to say, but you know, it's okay because I think this episode is very similar. We talk a lot about mindset, specifically money mindset, but mindset all the same and confidence and abundance and how your thoughts become like, you know, the words you speak to yourself become like the house you live in and, you know, thoughts and actions and words, they all mean something and just transforming your life too and how you have the power to do that. It was such a special conversation with Marley and I hope you guys enjoy it. She is a business coach, a mindset coach. She helps women create the businesses of their dreams and live financially free and be able to travel and work from wherever to live the lifestyles they want. And I don't know about you, but that sounds really good to me. Sign me up. So I was excited to have her on the podcast and learn all about how she got started in this and how she uses what she's learned to help people along the way. And it's such an inspiring story and I really hope you guys enjoy it. So if you like this episode, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe to the show, share with a friend, tag us as you're listening 
and go follow Marley. Go check out her podcast, the Money Mindset and Manifestation Podcast. I will link it in the show notes for you guys. Go give her some love and I just hope you guys all get something out of this conversation because I know I did and I think it's the perfect episode to go along with this intro because I'm just feeling that peace and that like quiet strength and excitement for the future and it's all about mindset. So I hope you guys enjoy and I will talk to you guys all next week. Meet Marley. So Marley, what's something people wouldn't know about you just from following you? Oh, wow. Okay, we're getting right mm-hmm. into this. Uh, what would they not know about me by just following me? That's such a good question. I feel like I'm such an open book on social media. I literally share everything. So yeah, same. Really it got funny. me into some dirty water, hot water the other day. <laughs> I was like, Oh, really? What happened? Dating, dating stuff. I'll tell oh, you. After. But okay. um, <laughs> it's just, it's like, yeah, I'm such an open book too. That's why I love like hitting people with this question because I'm just curious like what other people like the side of them that they like there's a little bit of us that we all keep private no matter how much we show so I'm curious like with other people like what's something people wouldn't know I think one thing would be okay this is something that comes to mind but this is like really deep and I haven't really talked about this before but I was just had a healing with um I thought she was a naturopathic doctor but I went on the call and it was like a whole like spiritual awakening call but I think a lot of people see me you know traveling and it's like all over and I and I love traveling but I think deep down that comes from like this safety in escaping and this isn't this is like a this is like really dark but like it's just like a core wound that I have that I'm starting to realize and so I think something that people might not realize is like Something about me is that I never really feel home wherever I am. I constantly want to be like moving because I, I don't feel home anywhere. And I'm like, and I'm trying to find home in a place. But the truth is that like home is like in here with inside. And so I just announced this on my social media that like, I'm going to be staying in Toronto for like the next couple of months. And that's something if you told me six months ago, I'd be like, you're insane. <laughs> And Toronto's like, well, I live two hours north of Toronto, but Canada is home. And I haven't lived in Canada for like three or four years. But my soul is just craving groundedness. And like, I literally am craving going into like hermit mode and just like focusing on my business, focusing on me, just focusing on me, like being selfish and being like, I'm doing me. I'm focusing on what I want to focus on. And I haven't done that for a very long time. And this is terrifying to me because you know those TikToks where it's like when one thing goes wrong I book a flight somewhere that's like literally me I'm like oh the weather's cold I'm on Google flights like how much is it to fly to Mexico yeah (laughs) you know and so for me this is gonna be a huge this is like a huge decision for me to stay put for a couple months but my I can it just feels good and it feels like it feels like a place for me to heal and heal that and discover that like home is with in me and remember that and know that and like know that fully so that when I start traveling again it's not like looking for home because I know that home is within me I love that so much honestly that's part of why I love asking that question at the beginning I love just going deep and you're like this is deep this is dark I'm like no give me more I want more (laughs) um and that's the whole point of like 
let's get candid. Like, I don't want it to be this like question answer, very formal. Like it's like you and I are having a happy hour chat and like people are listening in because these are conversations. Yeah. I have my water here. These are conversations (laughs) that I feel like so many, especially girls, especially our age, they're so afraid to have these conversations with their friends for fear of them judging them or worrying what they're going to think about them. Or, you know, there's so much envy, there's so much jealousy and like competition always. And I don't understand why that's just not my nature. I'm, I try as much as possible to be really supportive of my friends, even if their paths are different than mine. And some of my closest friends are completely different paths than mine, but like my best friend yesterday, actually, I'm going to read this to you. I was talking about an unsupportive like friend and like, I was just feeling really shitty about something she said. And I was like, like she's in big law. I very, from the beginning was like, I don't want to do big law. And from the, like from day one, she was like, all right, like, cool. You don't want to do it. I'm going to help you get whatever you want. She has been so, so supportive of me for the last three years. Like could not have gone through law school without her. Like she, if I have bridesmaids, like she will be there. Like she is my person. And she's like, even if you were getting into a pyramid scheme, I'd still be like, go for it. But I just encourage you not to invest too much into it. Like, you know, it's like supportive friends. Like it's not that deep. And like, we all want the best for each other. And so that's the whole point of me having these conversations. So I love that you shared that because, yeah, I think a lot of people our age look for home in friendships, in relationships, in their job, like their first job out of college. Like they want everything to be perfect because they've been dreaming about it for so long. But we put a lot of stock into this like plan and vision for our lives. And then it doesn't work out the way we plan. And it's like, oh, shit, what, what, what do I do now? And that happened to me. I had a job at graduation and the week before I was supposed to start a month ago, it, she, the job went away and now I'm left to figure out what comes next. And I had this vision and that's not the vision. And you know what? I made it work. I figured it out. You know, I'm freelancing now. I'm still looking for jobs. I'm making it work. And that's why we were talking about my friend. Like, you know, I feel like one of my other friends just isn't as supportive of that because it's not the path that she knows, but all my other friends are like, this is up your alley. I'm so proud of you. I like, let me know how I can help you. Like talk to this person, talk to this person. And I'm like, I want to, like, I wish, I, like, I mean, I have really great friends with them. I'm like, I wish everybody had that. So I want to be that. So I love that you shared that. And it's actually like kind of a perfect segue. And so we're going to be talking about, but I think it's so important to recognize, yeah, home is with, within you. Like you need to, you know, be okay with yourself and, you know, not as not, so be so cheesy be like you have to love yourself because that's you know an ever evolving process and like we're always learning and healing and growing but I think you know you have to be okay with who you are at the end of the night because all you have is you at the end of the day and like you need to be proud of yourself and you know and and be comfortable on your own and I think you can't look for that in other people if you don't have that in yourself and I think Mm -hmm. that's something that we all struggle with so I'm excited for you to you know, hunker down in, not in the cold, I cannot do that, but in Toronto and really just take time for yourself. I think that's so important and we should all do that more often, I think. But like, don't get me wrong, I will come visit you in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) You're always more than welcome to come visit. I think a big thing is like also destination happiness. You know that thing? Because I remember, you know, before I left Canada for the first time, and there's an element of, yes, like, having safety and escaping, because when she said that, I was like, mm, like, knife to the heart, 
but also my soul just loves to be warm. I love to be in the warmth. I love to be around palm trees. I love to be in tropical energy. It just makes me, my digestion heals, my skin heals, everything just feels good. And so there also is an element of that. So when I I like set out to start my own business or my online business so I could live and work anywhere in the world. So my first destination, my dream destination was Australia. So when I got there, you know, I thought everything's going to be fixed. You know, like I was like, okay, I won't be worrying about that anymore. And this won't bother me. And I'll, you know, earlier that year when I, before I left, I went through a, a really large trauma. I'm sure we'll get into that. But I just assumed that when I went to Australia, all my problems were going to go away. And I rem- I'll never forget, it was like Christmas Eve and I was sitting on the beach just bawling my eyes out, so just depressed. And I was talking to my mom and she's like, just because you have like everything you've wanted doesn't mean you're supposed to be happy. Like I was just so confused. I was like, I'm so confused because I'm making more money than I ever have before. I'm living on a beach. I'm living in Bondi, Australia, which has been my dream for like my whole life. You know, I'm like, I'm supposed to be happy. Why am I not happy? So I, so that was a very like aha moment for me of like, of just because everything around you is good and no matter what you achieve and have as like external validation, it's never going to make, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to feel good on the inside. And then that's really when I started, you know, my self-love journey because I kept trying to, I was kept achieving, achieving, getting external things, getting the designer bags, getting the travel, you know, all these things I thought were going to make me happy. And, you know, the money, everything. And then I got it and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) False advertising. I felt this was going to heal everything. And why am I still crying? Why am I still depressed every day? Um, Yeah, there's so much, like, that. that's the thing too. It's like, consumerism and not to go too deep into that but like that's what the media puts out like that's what the shows with the movies it's like retail therapy and like you know there's that meme it's like being the like you're a therapist it's like what do we do on our side like you say shopping she's like no like it's like no like that's not gonna like it's it's, it's a band-aid and it's fun and it's a good distraction but like if you just keep distracting it and you're not actually looking inward and figuring out what's really going on eventually it's gonna get to the point where you're just gonna break down your body's gonna shut down which happened to you and you know that happened to me same thing like I left Florida to go to Tennessee for law school because I wasn't I didn't like who I was at 21 when I was graduating from college and I was like, I'm not ready to go back to Miami. Like, I know Miami won't, like, that's not where I want to be right now. I knew long-term I wanted to be back, but I just, I wasn't ready yet. And I was like, I'm going to go to Tennessee and I'm going to find myself. And I did, but it was really hard and it was really painful. And I spent more nights than I can remember crying my eyes out, calling everybody under the sun to someone to come talk to me, someone to come hug me, someone to come take care of me so I wasn't alone because I didn't love, I didn't like myself. I didn't even like myself when I went to law school. And I've been really open about that on all my platforms. And it's something that I, you know, we all relate to. And if we, it, it wasn't until like I had had experienced trauma graduating from college too. And it wasn't until I really started, like, I, rem- I, I vividly remember I I wanted to end it it was a really dark day at school and I called my best friend like in the middle of the night and of course she's not going to answer she's asleep 
in the morning when he wakes up, he was like, don't even think about it. I don't want, like, don't like, we're going to brook. We're going to brunch. Like, I don't care. I don't, nope, you're not doing it. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to brunch and we're going to figure it out. Like, don't even think about what you were thinking about last night. Like that's not happening. And he got me out of my, like, that was one of the first times that he saved my life. Not one of the last. And he, I just vividly remember him being like, I, I want you here. I love you. Like, yeah, school is not going well. You're not making friends. It's really hard and you're struggling, but I want you here. And then a year later, he did the exact same thing. And it's like, you so badly want to be friends with these people who don't even like each other. Why do you want to be friends with them? Like you have so much more to offer just because they don't understand you doesn't mean that you don't have something to offer you. Like there's so much more for you left to do. Like you want, you have all these things like that you want to do just, you know, I want you here. I love you. I care about you. Like you have things that you need to do. Just, you know, we just finished our 12 year. We have one more year left. Just keep your head down fuck them. Like just do your thing. And in a year, you're going to have everything you want. Like I promise. And so when I texted him last night, like, I don't know what I said. I was like some, some like stupid meme, but it's like, every time I see something that thinks that it reminds me of him, I'm like forever great. Like I, I get so cheesy every time we talk. I'm like, I love you so much forever. He's like, you tell me this every time. And I'm like, I know because I literally like would not be here, but you know, if it wasn't for like having those moments and having that one or two people to be like you have there's a reason why you're here you just need to believe it like everyone else around me believed it but it wasn't until I started believing it myself that I was like okay you're right and that took that was two years ago that was recent like Mm. that was I think that was even like a year and a half ago it was 2021 yeah it was a year and a half ago like you know it takes time it's not because it's a lot of unlearning that you have to do it's a lot of really uncomfortable conversations with yourself and throughout the whole my whole 3L year I started calling them little realizations like every couple of weeks every couple of months I would have like a breakthrough of a realization an unlocking and I would learn something where I would realize I've healed from something the podcast has been a really great medium for me to do that to have these types of conversations and recognize how far I've come but I would go to him and I'd be like guess what happened today he's like what did you learn And it's like, I get to tell him and it's like, he's along for the ride with me. Like my other friend, like they were so supportive and so happy for me. And they saw my evolution. And like, that was really cool. And it's like when they started noticing and they would tell me like my parents were like, wow, you're actually a lot nicer, a lot softer than you used to be. Like you seem a lot happier. It's like, okay, maybe, you know what? You're right. Like I'm feeling different. I don't know why. And I started carrying myself differently the way I spoke to myself or about myself was different. And we all have our moments, but I really, yeah. Then in in the last year, I've really come a long way. And when I started coming to terms with like that person that I used to be, I am not that person anymore. It's okay to, to say goodbye to her. Like she, she served a purpose, but that's not your purpose anymore. You know, it's a different purpose now and you're leaning into that. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And when you get to that point and then you can put that, that old version of you away and you're like, okay, I'm ready. I think the world just, it changes. It really does become your oyster. Like it really does everything that you want is in reach. And I think, you know, my job falling through was the biggest blessing in disguise. Cause now it's like, I get to have all these opportunities that I wouldn't have had even a month ago. And my mm. mindset, because I've changed, it's different now. It's better now. It's more 
open opportunistic and open it's like you know what it sucks and I wish that I had all these things you know I still have my days it's still really hard but it's like you know what everything works out the way it's meant to and I'm just going to trust the process and I'm really proud of that growth of just to be able to recognize like you know what maybe my plans are a little bit different I have to change my timeline or shift the way the order in which I do things but you know it doesn't mean that I'm not going to get to do them just it's not the time right now is not the time so I think I'm really glad you shared that because that's something that I feel like I'm in my mid-20s like you know we're coming out of college coming out of grad school starting our first jobs like break like ending it with your high school boyfriend and your college boyfriend and you're single for the first time and like you're figuring out all these big things and it's scary to talk about and even realizing yourself that like those things are happening and so I'm really glad you shared that Mm -hmm. I have so much to say about all of everything you just said and like thank you for sharing that number one I think every in our lives we go through season and through each season we have this vision of what we expect our life to be like and this identity that we become attached to And it's almost like when that thing doesn't work out, we're less upset about it not working out and more upset about losing that identity. We have to recognize that life is happening for us, not to us. So I recently was just in Europe for the summer and uh, things, just because you're moving so fast, meeting so many different people, so so many like variables are on the line that I feel like you get to see like energetics and thoughts play out way quicker because when you're traveling everything moves fast, 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 fast. Things are working out, things aren't working out. There's like so whereas like if you're sitting at home, it's like, okay, well, what you know, there's not a lot of things that you're are happening in front of you. Whereas you're traveling, you can see things happen in front of you, if that makes sense. So something that I fundamentally realized that we like me and I well, I was traveling with my friend for a portion of it and things kept not working out. <laughs> like quote unquote not working out we had plans to do this and then it would fall through but then every time we had a plan that would fall through something better would come through and I was just like what the heck why am I even like making plans or getting attached to anything because it's always better there's always something better happening and I know this is like a really silly like frivolous example because it's like traveling and you know like we get like a better hotel or like we get or like whatever but I realized that when I started letting go and letting it flow, not to like make a rhyme, that the best was on its way to me. And I really believe that. And I use that theory as much as I can with my life already. But just traveling, it made it so much more apparent. So for like you, that job falling through, like that's not a coincidence and that's not punishment. The universe is like, oh, we have bigger plans for you. That's yeah. how I see it happening. Yeah, and so, no, 100%. That's literally... That's literally what it was. And it's funny you you said that because yesterday, like with the dating thing, like I texted my friend, I was like, my life is like a freaking movie. Like if someone took all of the things that happened in instead of saying to me, I made a conscious effort to delete it and say, in my life, it could be a freaking movie. Like, and I'm I remember yesterday, like this was literally last night, like consciously making an effort to delete the shit that happens to me to the shit that happens in my life. Like it's not happening to me. It's happening in my life. Like it's just, that's just life. Like, you know, 
I, my friend like just broke up with her book. She's never been on a date before. And she was like, I can't wait to have all the crazy stories that you always have. Like every time we talk, I have a story and it's like, mm-hmm. I, I want that for you, but I also like, don't want that for you because it's exhausting, <laughs> but like, they're funny. Like I'm yesterday. I wasn't laughing today. I'm laughing. Like today it's yeah. like, I mean, it was, it was super, it was, it was so stupid yesterday that like I was laughing, but I was like, God damn it. Like, why does this always happen to me? And then today I'm like, you know what? Like that's life. You know what? Like, there's a reason why this, this happened. Like, it's funny. And like, it all worked out. Like, we're all good now. We're all friends. It all happened. It's whatever. But it's just like, I remember making that conscious effort to say like, shit that happens in my life is a movie instead of shit that happens to me. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, and I started saying, instead of, I have to do this, I get to do this. Like I little, like, it's such a, like, you're a mindset coach, you know, like the mindset changes, like they're so little, but once you start doing them, and the way you talk about yourself and to yourself and the thing, the way you talk in general, when you start making those little changes, they really do start adding up. Oh, yeah. And as a mindset coach, I can't help but say this, but like when you say, oh, why does this keep happening to me? And a lot of people say this about things. I say this about things. Oh, that's... but like if there's a pattern reoccurring in your life, that's an area that you need to heal. So for example, if you're manifesting the same type of guy, or if you're manifesting the same situation with money, like you get money and you spend it, or the same type of guy comes into your life, or a girl who's like emotionally detached or isn't, like that's a mirror for you to look at yourself and be like, what are my beliefs? Because you manifest and you attract what you believe you're worthy of, nothing more. So if you're attracting something that isn't in alignment with what you desire, you need to look inward and say, okay, what do I believe to make this my reality right now? So I don't know what happened, but I'll tell you off air because I'll tell you off air, but it's no, it's really funny because even in the short time that this whole thing has happened, like I made so many realizations about what I'm looking for in a guy. And like, I have manifested, I've created a, like, I'm a specific manifester. I'm a manifesting generator. And I, I made a list of things that I want in a guy, like my manifestation list. And like, since I've made it, the guys that I've talked to since then have gotten closer and closer, but they're still like, and that's just teaching me, you know, well, like, he's not my guy. He's not my time. It's not my time yet. But I now know that this thing is important to me. I add it to the list or like, this is not that important to me. I can take that off the list. Like my list is getting more tailored and tailored. And like every, I'm every bad day, every bad opportunity, every bad job interview, every bad, whatever, there's a reason why it happened. It's a lesson something that you needed to learn at that time in your life. And like, yeah, like if the pattern is happening, like you need to break it. And I realized I I've, that, that was part of my big unlearning of like all of, you know, I, I call it my 23rd year. Like 20, once I turned 24, my whole life changed. Like, and I'm about to turn 25. Mm. And it's like, I literally was like, holy shit, like 23, 22 and 23 were some of the worst years. And mm. like from 20 to 23 were like some of the worst years of my life. And then the minute I turned 24, I was like, holy shit, I have a whole new mindset. I've learned all of these things about myself, there's still so much more I need to learn, but like, I needed that. Like, you know, like it sucked, but I don't pity myself anymore. I'm not going to throw a pity party for myself. Like it it happened and I'm going to grow from it with what I learned and take it, you know, take it into the next phase of my life. And even more so now turning 25, I'm like, all right, you know, like 
him and I are friends. We decided we like, you know, we were better off as friends. It all, it didn't work out. And I learned something about myself and I think he learned something about himself and we can take that into the next one, but it wasn't the right one. And like, you know, I'll tell you more in depth later, but like, it's, it's so funny. Like, just like, I know I love talking to people who are in the same level of alignment and journey alongside me. Like, literally like those are the types of that's on my list that's literally on my manifestation list like like I want people just in general relationships friendships my family like I want everyone to be on a self love self-healing evolution and becoming more in alignment with themselves because if they are in alignment with themselves and they are their true self and if I'm my true self and if we're meant to be we will and if we aren't then we'll go our own separate path but you know there's no more pretending or you know all of the drama, like that just goes away because you're not lying to yourself. You're not hiding behind what you think you should be and what society thinks you should be or what your friends think you should be or what you want to be. You are who you are meant to be. Mm. Uh, yeah, you're just not in alignment for that type of energy. I have a, well, I, this is not my thing, but there's a thing that someone's in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. So I believe that we meet teachers so everyone that comes into our life is a teacher so and they're there for a reason so like you said it's allowing you to get more clear on your list it's allowing you to see what you do want what you don't want and they're all stepping stones to the in a case of a relationship to the person so that when you meet that person you're like oh in hindsight that's why I had to meet all of those people to get me to this moment right um but for you actually have you ever looked at your birth chart like yeah. have you ever had a birth chart reading well, so like in, I, I've done my human design chart and I know my, like my astrological chart, but not like any, not numerology or any of those. You should do a natal chart reading because you probably have something that like passed through your 23rd to 24th year. Cause I, we have a very similar story. Um, Are you, a, what's your, what's your sun sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. I'm a Capricorn, but like it's so interesting I had my um a natal chart reading when I was in Bali and it's so crazy it's like every year he's like okay this is when this happened this is when this I was like yes yes I was like this is so wild so I think I don't know something happens when you turn 24 things shit starts getting real I don't I know what happened so my theory on this is like and I got this from Kenzie Elizabeth I don't know if you listen to her podcast but it's like you tend to graduate college at 22 so 23 is for most people, I was in school still for one more year because I went to law school, but like most people, 23 is when it's their first year of post-grad life. No rules, no responsibilities. You're the one now making the plans and the structure and the routine. Like you get to decide now your whole life is open. Yeah. You're like you, if you depending on the job you choose, the job will dictate certain things, but like you may not go take a job. You might travel for a year before you start working or, you know, whatever. But like 23 is the first year that really like you're on your own now. If you went to college for for the first time in your entire life, yeah, it's up. Everything's up to you. And it's like, there's just so much being thrown at you and you you're overwhelmed because of the And by 24. Like, it's like, you've done it for a year. You've, you've lived it. You made it through, you made it to another year. And like, all those lessons and all those things that happen, like now you can take that with you. You're armed for the next year. 
And I, and I, that's my, like, that was Kenzie's philosophy. And like, I adopted that. And I was like, that's literally what it is. Like I was still in law school, but that's what happened. Like I went into law school knowing that I had a lot of growing up to do. And that's why I chose not to stay in Florida. I went away so I could do it. And then when I came back home, whenever I did, I was my, I, I knew that I would be like my true self when I came back. Cause ultimately I wanted to be in Miami and I want to be the best version of myself here. So I went away to figure that out. And like, that's what that was for me. And by the time I graduated at 24 and I came home, like, all right, now I'm ready. Like I'm ready to be the version of myself that I'm meant to be. So that's my philosophy. And I think, you know, people say you're sad in return. So 27 to 29 is the next big shifting. Um, I'm in mine right now. Yeah, I, I'm getting closer, but I'm still a little like you t- technically you start feeling it around 27 and it takes about two years to really understand the full effects of it. And I know some people that are going through it right now and I'm like, all right, like I'm, I'm ready. Like maybe a year ago, I would have been like, I'm, I'm done. Like stop giving me lessons to learn. I'm done. I'm over it. Like I need to st- like, give me a break. And of course, I'm still going to say that because sometimes it's like, all right, life, like I need you to slow down and give me a second, but I'm really excited to see in, you know, I'm turning 25 in two, three years, like where my life will be, because in a month, my life has changed drastically. And I'm, you know, of course, still things I'm working on, but I'm happier and more fulfilled than I I think I've ever been, even if I'm more overwhelmed than I've ever been. But I know this is the right path that I'm meant to be on. And I'm, I'm, I want to know in two years, like where that's going to be. So mm-hmm. I think it's really cool, but I, I've never gotten my chart right. I do want to do that, but that's so cool. Just, I can give you my guy for who's in Bali and he'll do online. He's incredible. Yeah, no, send it to me. I love all, I love all that stuff. Like I can get, like, I try not to get too woo woo, but like, I, I, why the thing is like, for me, the thing is like, I'm, I'm not like 100% like gung ho on it. It's like, I'm using what I've learned in all those different readings, all those different systems and methods and charts and all of that. And I'm like, it's just validating what I already know, what I'm already going through. Like I like doing it on my own and then using those as like, all right, you know what? That was, that was meant to happen. That was right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and not in the external validation way, but more so of like, all right, like validating within myself, like that was meant to happen. Like, all right, like we're on the right track. Um, cause I, words of affirmation is my love language and I definitely could, I fall into that trap of wanting, you know, external validation, but there's only like, it's funny cause it's only specific people that I want it from, which is like, that's a whole nother story, but yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. I think they're also interesting. I love learning about all those. Like I'm like really into human design right now. That's the most recent one that I've learned about. Mm-hmm. And like when I was getting my human design chart reads, me, I was like, holy crap like all like I know all those things now because I the last few years I've learned each of those less like those things like through different lessons but like you explaining to me that now I'm like okay this yeah like I know that that makes a lot of sense and like getting a little bit more guidance in certain ones but how did you get into all of this like you know for me it happened naturally like kind of just and then I got curious but how did you become a mindset coach and a money mindset coach like what made you get into all of that so I think it's from it came really from growing up and desiring such a life that I wasn't living desiring to have financial freedom desiring to travel whenever I wanted 
just to have like choice. That's all I wanted. And for my human design people out there, I'm also a human design reader. So I learned about human design as well. And I was like, what? So I have an open identity center, which basically means like I identify with my surroundings. So I wanted to be surrounded by beautiful things. I wanted to just do the things that I loved every single day. And so when I graduated from university, I had the decision. It was either start this corporate job that I thought that I wanted my whole life. I thought I wanted to work in corporate because both of my parents were entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm like, I want a constant paycheck. I want benefits. Um, And so I was like pushing entrepreneurship away. I was pushing it away, pushing it away. But then it was like crawling into my life. It was like pulling me in so many different ways. And just on the side, I started designing websites because my hairdresser was like, will you design a website for me? And I was like, sure, never done it before, but I'll I'll choose like my bestie. So I did it for her. And then like, I'm from a very small town. So just through word of mouth, people started being like, oh, Marley, can you design my website? Can you design my website? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, wait, I really like this, actually. I knew that I wanted to work from my laptop from anywhere in the world. That was my goal. And this is, like, in 2018. And this, uh, like, I know now it's it's really not that long ago. But at the time, there was not really, like, a word for it. I was trying to describe to people what I wanted to do. And everyone was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm just going to go work corporate. And I'm like, okay, but I don't, that doesn't feel right for me. So when I got that job offer, either I could start, a corporate job or I could start my business because at the time at my college they were offering this grant to start your business and it was like an eight-week summer program so either I could like take this leap of faith to start this business or take this corporate job offer which again we're talking about like shedding identities like what I thought I wanted and then when I got to it I realized oh I don't want that so I made a decision to say no to the corporate job offer. Again, I'm skimming over like a very long story, but it was so hard to make that decision. I was full of self-doubt, but I made the decision ultimately to go with the starting my own business because working corporate had like a 0% chance that it was towards the life that I want to live. And I knew there was a high risk of it not being successful in my business, but I was like, I'd rather go towards something that has a possible return than a 0% return on what I want. So I took a leap of faith, started my own business, and then I I opened the doors. I was like, it's going to be called Rose Designs because my own name is Rose. And for the next two years, I built that business. And again, I'm skimming over. I'm just giving you the highlight reel right now. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of things that didn't work out. And there should be. I feel like... People like we're glossing over it because there's only so much time we have, but like, it's not supposed to be an easy decision. Like it's supposed to be like, when I got to law school, I was like, I realized within a month or two, I was like, I don't want to be here, but you know what? I realized there was a bigger reason. There's a bigger purpose in my life for getting my degree. And you know what? I was right. So I stuck with it and here we are. And it all worked out the way that it's supposed to, but Mm -hmm. there was a lot of sleepless nights and crying and screaming and what did I do? Why am I doing this? Like, if you, if you're not having those reactions, I, it's almost like that, that worries me that people are like, just like they jump in without thinking about it. It's like, it's supposed to make you uncomfortable because it's, it's, you're jumping into the next chapter. Like you're supposed to be afraid because that means if you're not afraid, it means that you like, I'm, 
I don't know what the word is, but like, you're not willing to learn. Like if you, you think you already know everything, you're not growing. You're not growing. You're just you yeah. like that uncomfortable. Like you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think you're yeah. going to learn so much more if you're uncomfortable because you're willing to put in the work and learn and figure it out. So yeah, we're glossing over it, but I think it's a really important to recognize like it wasn't as simple as we're making it seem. Yeah. And I really want to make that clear because I think you can look to social, you can look to TikTok, you can look at my Instagram probably and be like, wow, she's traveled full time and she makes all this money. And it's like, yeah, now, but you know, for so long, that wasn't the case. And I think also, you know, I work, you know, I help online business coaches scale to like six, seven figures. Right. But I think a lot of people get into becoming entrepreneurs and they're like, oh, this is going to take off right away. I'm going to have clients right away. And then when that doesn't happen, because that's not reality, they get really frustrated and they give up. So what I'm trying to do is just trying to make it a reality of like what business entrepreneurship actually is. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was it's hard. It's the hardest thing you'll ever I've ever done. Well, not the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's definitely day in, day out grind. But. I was like, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I know I'm on the right path. Like, it's not like I'm on the right path, but there's obviously ups and downs on that path. So anyway, so back to building that business. And so, you know, I, I start, I moved to Australia. I was, you know, and, and people started asking me though, like, Marley, like, how are you having this much success? How we were working with over 40 clients. I was making more in that business a month than the, the corporate job offer with, for a yearly salary. That's wild. People, I was like, well, I'm just doing this. Aren't you guys doing that? And they're like, no. And so the more I started talking to people, I was like, oh my God, no one, no one is doing what I'm doing. I have something to share. And if I'm being honest with you, from the beginning, my I knew my calling was around teaching people mind mindset, energetics, you know, manifestation, law of attraction. So, but I was I couldn't see how that was a business. And I was I had so much imposter syndrome around going into that as a business. So I would say my first business was me playing it safe. I was like, I see how this can work. I can hide behind a website. I know I'm good at it. I know it can make me a lot of money. But at the end of the day, two years in, I was so miserable. I was I, I was making more money. I'm from a small town. And like, if you made $50,000 a year, you're, you're doing great. And you know, that's, that's great, you know, but I was making that a month and I was still unhappy. And like I said, I, I achieved everything I wanted. And I was just like, wait, what? So anyways, my soul was like, you need to step into your purpose. And, you know, I started working with business coaches and they're like, Molly, what are you doing? Like, do the thing that you actually want to do. And I was so scared. But at the beginning of 2021, I finally, no, yes. At the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, I was like, I can't look at another website and I'm going to help people start to build their business because that's what I really want to do. Fundamentally, what I'm here and put on this planet to do is to inspire others to have, be, and do whatever that they desire and have and live a life of time, location, financial freedom. And I was designing their websites and they were getting like, you know, all nitpicky about the color of the button and like the font. I'm like, this isn't going to help the big picture of it. I was getting so like, I was like, we need, I'm like, I need to help you with your business because your whole model is not right. And so anyways, I had this download in the shower. I was like, oh, I'm going to combine energetics, manifestation, mindset, and business. Because, you know, when I was 
sharing my business, I was just focusing on strategy. Like I kind of alluded to this earlier, but in 2019, um, I lost my dad. My dad took his own life. And at that point, it fundamentally changed my life because in this moment, I was like, okay, okay, universe, either this is going to make me or this is going to break me. And at that point, my business was like starting to take off a little bit, but not really. And I had something to hold on to. I had that vision of like, I know where I want to go and I am going to get there. So how do I get there? Well, I need to heal through this and like go through this. Right. So I immediately went to therapy. I immediately took Reiki like every single week and for a year. I mean, if anyone's been through trauma and grief, it's like the healing never ends. But for a year, I dedicated that as my practice, and that awoken my spiritual journey, and that awoken healing on a level I didn't even know was possible, and unlocking a part of me that I also didn't know was possible. And fundamentally, that all came down to starting to love myself again through healing, you know, and healing from the loss of my dad. And so then my business really started taking off. And I was, like you said, like I was looking different. People were asking me, Molly, like, how are you so positive? You know, you went through this. I'm like, yeah, that's still there. And I've, I've heard this saying about grief is like the rock never goes away. Like that grief inside of you, you just grow around it. And so, yes, I was still struggling and I was never like denying that. But I was also wasn't making that I, my identity. And I was focusing on things that brought me joy because that's how I healed. And helping others is also how I healed. So and I, it's still how I'm healing, honestly. And, um, you know, I'm home right now. So obviously, it's because it's easy when you run away and run to a different country, you don't have to think about it. <clears throat> but when you're home, it's like, whew. so there's still things that, you know, knock me to my knees a lot. Even still today, that was like, Three years ago now, three years ago, I don't even know how long, two and a half. I don't, I don't even know now. I don't know time either, but I don't know. Time doesn't exist. I'm, and it's, and I'm so sorry that that happened, but I think also it's what you said like, we just grow around it and we use that to fuel us in a way, in a weird way. And, you know, like I said, like I, I ran away to Tennessee after mine, not, not, not the same story, but my trauma. And, you know, I, it took me a few months to get into therapy, but once that best friend of mine, he pushed me, he was like, I, I love you. I want the best for you. I really like, you can always call me, but I think you need to go to therapy. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't, and I had been to therapy several times, but I never felt mm-hmm. like it worked. And it was mm-hmm. that one time, that one person that like, he had no reason to love me. And I didn't make it easy for him. And he, he said that I was like, you know what, you're right. I'm going to go. And once I started doing the healing process and yeah, you never really heal. There's still moments where that situation will like come up and I'll think about it and it'll bring me down for a little while. But you know, it's, it's a conscious effort to be like, I've moved on from that. I've healed from it. I've grown from it. And I'm going to use that into the next phase of my life. And, you know, I think what you said about about like your business was just taking off and it, and it, it's, it, you know, you have to take a step back and figure out like, that's not making me happy, but this will, and using that to guide you. And in a weird way, that situation in your life helped you get there. Like same thing. Like if it, like that was the beginning of me realizing like all the vision that I had for myself, isn't what I want anymore, but I'm, I'm made it to law school. That was my angle. 
that was my, that was the line at the end of the tunnel during that whole dark period. I'm here now physically gotten through that. If I can get through that, you know, cause I, I said the same thing, like it's going to make me or break me like, and I'm not going to let that person have the satisfaction of breaking me. So in that situation, so I'm going to, you know, I made it, I got where I wanted at that point. How, what am I going to do next? It was like this clean slate. I had all opportunities in the world. And I was like, law school, traditional law school path isn't the one for me, but I'm going to use this to get me where I want to be. And I drew another vision for my life. And it's had to change a couple of times since then, but ultimately that vision is still kind of sort of where I am today. So I think that's really beautiful that you took such a dark period and such a difficult period, even, you know, being back home, like you said, like, you know, there's still moments where it gets you, but recognizing like, Hey, that had to happen in my life because I wouldn't be where I am today if that hadn't happened. And it, it's hard to say that, but when you realize that, I think it, it makes it a little bit easier to, to heal from. Totally. And I remember my Reiki teacher actually said that right after it happened. And I was like, how dare you? Yeah. But in hindsight, and I just had a, I told you I had a call with this like naturopath, like angel doctor. And she was like, you, you're, you gave your dad his freedom and by like, that's a whole other story, but basically you gave your dad his freedom and he gave you yours um, to step into this spiritual journey and become who you're meant to be. And I was like, whoa. So I love that. So yeah, just, yeah. Just to round out my story. So basically now um, I help women, uh, you know, become online business coaches because, and I specify to coaches because I believe we're all here for a purpose. We all have a purpose. We all have a mission we're all here for a reason. There's one in a trillion chances you're here. So I don't think it's by mistake. And we're here with gifts to give on to others. Like we're here to help a previous version of ourselves. I believe this is the most beautiful thing you can do. And you can actually make that your career. And so now I help women do that. So I help women scale from, you know, zero to $10,000 a month. And then I help my $10,000 a month clients scale to 50, 60, $70,000 a month um, using strategies, but also mindset, which makes my, you know, the way I teach very different. I'm very energetic focused, um, getting into alignment and what makes sense for you. But then also obviously strategies and tools that, you know, change your life forever change your financial reality forever and then it's deeply rooted in freedom because like I said in my first business I was miserable I was still trading time for money and now I have a business where I just took two months off I went to Europe I worked three hours a week and August was my biggest financial month I've ever had so it's like this was just a reality I never thought was possible but dreamed it so deeply um so now that I've you know got this far I can help others get to where I am and that's that's what got me into it it's like I just don't want anyone to struggle as much as I did getting into this 100% it's it's really what I'm here to do and so I'm so grateful I found this journey but but I just really feel like I'm just getting started as well yeah no I think I really like that you do it from an energetic standpoint because I think people don't realize like how much the frequency like it really does make such a difference. And like, that's a whole nother topic in and of itself, a whole nother podcast. But I think, yeah, my, my goal, like, it's funny. I always talk about 
how people like will ask me like you know how like about law school like getting into law school like choosing a law school like how to get through it is it really that difficult blah 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 and I'm like yes but if you have a why you will get through it if you don't good luck I'll be honest like you need to have a real reason why you're doing it and that has to be personal to you and you don't have to tell me you don't have to share it but you need to know why you are going through it because the days that you don't want to get out of bed, the days you don't want to do anything, you, you're going to have to because you're going to have to put in the work. So that why needs to be at the forefront of your mind. And like my why was I want to help people. And I want to help people because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the people who helped me get here. So it's like if I can lend a helping hand and hold my hand backwards for someone and help them get to where they want to be, that's propelling me forward because it's fulfilling my goal and my why and my purpose. So it all comes full circle. And I think, you know, frequency has a lot to do with it. Mine has a lot to do with it. And I, you know, I think it's really cool that we, both of us have used our personal experiences to fuel that because I don't think a lot of people, you know, it's like, like we said earlier, it's like, why is this happening to me? It's like, no, it's happening in your life. And, you know, it's up to you to decide how you want it, let it affect you. But if you use it to channel and you channel it into something else, if you use it to fuel you, there's so much more that you could do with it. And once you heal from it, that energy that you're, you're no longer spending, exerting that energy on that healing, you have now have that energy to put into something else. And you could use that energy to help build your business, whether that's helping others or whatever it is. And I think that's so cool that, you know, at least for me, I think it's come full circle. I feel like maybe for you too, I think. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started. Like I, I, you know, things change, people change, circumstances change, but I feel like now that I have this vision for myself and it's going to shift from here on out, you know, but it's like, all right, I know, I know who I am. I know what I want and I'm just going to keep, that's going to be the forefront of my mind. And I'm going to, you know, check everything I do against those two things. Like what makes me happy? What fulfills me? And like, what do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. What are the people, what are the people, things, places, opportunities I want in my life that will get me to where I want to be next? And, you know, am I, and am I happy where I am right now? Am I going to bed at night feeling like, all right, I did something good today. And it's not every day is going to be that way, but if most days are that, then we're doing great. So I think I've really enjoyed this conversation. We can keep going forever, but for people that, you know, they, they are interested in the work that you do, they may not be ready to sign on to having a coach at this point in time. What's a piece of advice you have for them, you know, regarding mindset or business, like, or both, like, what's your best piece of advice for, for entrepreneurs right now that you could give them? Oh, so many, so many. But just, I'm just going to say the first thing that came to my mind is to take a life audit. So if you're not yet in entrepreneurship, take a life audit. And then if you are already in an entrepreneurship, take a life audit and ask yourself, is this a hell yes versus is a hell no? And whatever isn't a hell yes, you got to cut. And obviously, like if you have some friends that you've been connected with for years and they're not a hell yes anymore, I'm not saying delete your friends, like maybe just distance yourselves, but becoming an entrepreneur is like literally, 
I don't want to compare myself as like an Olympian, but you're basically an athlete in the sense of like every single day you're training, every single day you're showing up, you have to fuel yourself properly. I'm not saying it's the same, but it's similar. Um, it's a, it's just a, it's a career that you show up to every single day. And if you have things in your life that are holding you back, if you have people that are, aren't in alignment, that's going to affect you. That's going to affect how you perform and that's going to affect your results. So I would just ask myself, like, if you're in a nine to five that you don't like right now, how can you change that? You don't have to live the rest of your life in this nine to five. You know, there's people like me who are here to help you to get out of that nine to five. Or if you're in a relationship that you don't like, you don't have to stay in that relationship. So if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Because when you say yes to something that isn't a hell yes, you're saying no to something that is. So that thing is at your doorstep being like, hi, I'm ready to come in. Maybe it's a really great relationship. Maybe it's a really great career. Maybe it's but you're staying in this thing that isn't in alignment for you. So you're saying you're blocking that thing to come in. You know, the universe doesn't go against your free will. So it's not going to force something on you. It's not going to force something better onto you. You have to allow and give space for it to come in. So my piece of advice is just like as much as you can and as much as you can. Like even I just went through all my clothes. I'm like, is it hell yes or hell no? Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. I only want to. Yeah. I only want to be surrounded by things that light me up because then your whole life becomes a hell yes. And I mean, what's better than that is waking up every day surrounded by things that feel good around people that feel good, doing something that feels good. You just start to feel good. Yeah. I freaking love that. I, yeah, I literally couldn't have said it better myself. It's (laughs) so true. Like, I think that's a great place to end. Like there are so many things you're saying. I'm like, I want to say so many things to this, but that's just the best way to end it. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can everyone find you if they want to work with you or hear more about what we were talking about? So thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. So I also have a podcast called the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast where we talk about all these things. Uh, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur or a current entrepreneur and want to grow your business to making $10,000 a month, I have a free book that I can give you uh, to provide you value on how to do that. So I'll send it over to Kayla and she can link that up in the comments. And then the best place to find me is just at Marley Rose Harris on Instagram and TikTok. Perfect. Yeah, I'll put everything in the show notes. But honestly, like, yeah, I think entrepreneurship, like, it's like you didn't want to compare but it is like you have to get yourself right to get your business right to get your life right and you know it, it it all comes down to energy and alignment and surrounding yourself with the right people and tools and so much of what you were saying was reminding me of Scout Sobel and Serena Kerrigan at like different points you know and I don't know if you followed any of them but like both like Scout Sobel is the founder of the Emotional Entrepreneur so she talks a lot about energy and frequency and alignment to becoming the best entrepreneur on your own terms that's very Mm -hmm. similar to what you do and Serena Kerrigan you know if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no so similar to what you were saying and it's like those are two like you know I I would consider myself an emotional entrepreneur like you know leading with my my gut my gut is my authority leading with you know my gut instinct and if making sure I feel good if it if it feels right for me if it's it's a hell yes. And if it's not, then I don't want it. I think once I recognize that that's how the best way to live for myself, so many opportunities and doors opened. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's just opening all these different doors and opportunities. And, 
you know, you can start one business and in a few years close and start another one. You don't have to marry to one idea. You can always have different ideas and they can always be evolving, but entrepreneurship gives you that flexibility, but you have to be willing to put in the work too. So I think this is such a great conversation and just how our life experiences really do shape us and the life that we live even all the way down to what we do every day for work and to put a roof over our heads. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I will link everything in the show notes.